Yes, good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Behind a thin veil of clouds was the waxing gibbous moon, and in front of the clouds were maybe a dozen Canada geese, taking wing with considerable honking and providing a collective silhouette on my port side as I neared the Main Street Bridge of downtown Orono. Yesterday evening's paddle got off to a late start, so that when I neared my halfway point, rounding the unnamed island just below the hydro dam at Stillwater Avenue, twilight brought mysterious shadows to the glassy water of the Stillwater River. Sometimes what appeared to be an end of a log breaking the surface was indeed a log, but a few times the object at the surface suddenly disappeared with a slap and a dive as a beaver is wont to do. Little squadrons of dragonflies flew escort from time to time while I tried to establish a best glide through the smooth water. They would adjust their speed to match the vigor of my paddling. When I would speed up, doing four or five strokes to a side and be moving along at a fair clip, they would be right along with me. And when I eased up, the dragonflies would also slow themselves, as if wishing to study this rather large beast that floated along in a blonde Kevlar shell. Rain from Saturday had raised the river somewhat, and I thought about the next few days' forecast of additional precipitation and the possibilities of relief from this summer's drought. Thursday would be the sturgeon moon, the grain moon, and the corn moon, also known as the green corn moon. August's full moon at this time would also be at a southern lunar standstill, the moon's equivalent of a solstice, during which the moon would reach its southernmost point, 18 degrees and 29 minutes southern latitude and 115 degrees and 16 minutes east longitude, a set of coordinates that will place the moon about three degrees north of Onslow, western Australia. And the mere mention of any country this past week takes on special significance owing to the jingoistic nature of the Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro. NBC's coverage of the 2016 Rio Olympics certainly drives home this point, focusing so frequently on United States athletes and only occasionally on athletes from other nations. One wonders what sort of different celebration might be possible. Would we have teams totally under the brand of particular corporate sponsorship, for example, so that instead of the USA team, we would have, say, the Speedo team, comprised only of swimmers who were at the highest level of superhuman ability? Then the next tier down would be of some lesser recognized brand. Perhaps the task itself is an impossible one, to attempt to host an enormous collection of contests all within the geographical boundary of one municipality. The gargantuan costs automatically and necessarily become corporate in scope. Immediately, something virtually unwieldy is created. So we settle for what we, the mere mortal viewing public, can get, with snippets of the actual events sandwiched between hulking and incessant advertising, and maybe manage to get some sense of what we, the consumers, have helped to create. And speaking of creation, 44 years ago today, my daughter Jessica was born at Rose Memorial Hospital in Denver, Colorado. 
I was 19 at the time and relatively clueless as to what the future held for me and my burgeoning family. Happy birthday, Jess. And for more on Omain, here's to a great day. Thank you.